Hi, welcome to Date Night. I'm Will. And I'm Amy. And we've been married for 13 years. 13 long years. Yeah, and after all those long years, we felt like we needed some adventure in our marriage. So every couple of weeks, we send our kids out of the house to the sitter's house. And we go upstairs to the playroom. Yep, and we clear off the table. And we explore a whole new world together. Just the two of us. And me, your best buddy and longest role-playing companion. Yep, and Mike. And me, your favoriteest nephew. And our nephew. Your favoriteest nephew. Our favoriteest nephew, Sam. And, of course, a mysterious force from beyond the veil, also known as your half-niece-in-law, Eva. Yeah, and our whatever Eva is to us. (laughs) (laughs) And we play... Dungeons and Dragons. How many dice are we supposed to have? Seven? Yeah. Okay, good. I didn't lose any. (laughs) You did, but I found the D6 and put it over there. Okay, good. So does someone want to play Dungeons and Dragons? What is 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 that? What's that? <laughs> Just reminisce. Okay. I want to start... Oh, I didn't do the... The thing. What the? The, the papers. Give me those uh, post-it notes. So I need you five papers that are the same time. Oh, nice. plot points. Oh, we're introducing plot points today? Yeah. Yeah. Woo! And we have to do the portal, and I don't remember where we left off last time. We left off... We just crossed the bridge. Oh, yeah. And I saved... Okay, so we're... Yeah, left the bridge... Crossed the bridge, heading back to Raven Tree with the rotting stones. Yeah. That we're not even sure if it'll do anything, but we have it. I think. I would like for you to put a symbol instead of my name. There's no names. I would like you to put a symbol on whatever it is I Man, that mix is really good. That's like the lotto thing. They really mix. All right. But they also get stuck like together she because just does they're post-it notes. <laughs> so somebody's going to pull them all out. All right, so plot points. First, it's secret. Nobody has to know if you get the plot point. There are five pieces of paper in here. Only four of you are going to draw them. One of them says plot point on it. So there's a 20% chance nobody has it, and we're waiting the whole campaign or the whole session for somebody to drop it, and nobody does. I'm sorry. As previously mentioned on several occasions, my memory is terrible. Can you briefly describe what a plot point is? Yes. Now? I'll go ahead and pass these. And also for our listeners. Check it and keep it a secret. So, listeners, you are so lucky that I can't remember anything. <laughs> he just pretends that he can't remember. He, he's I know really... I've got like six of them in my hand here. I'm trying to separate them without looking. Because they're posted Did I, Do I have just one now? I think, yeah. Okay. So, nobody's going to know who has the plot point. But the winning player is allowed to alter the plot of the story in some way once during today's play session. So uh, your paper, if you have it, will say plot point. Otherwise, it will say not point. Okay? I'll have to play along unless it somehow would destroy the entire campaign. Yeah, you could throw them back in if you want. Just, you'll remember if you had it or not. I guess um, so. So some things that you could do with your plot points, for example... You could say if we're in a dungeon somewhere and feel like we're stuck, you could find a secret door. 
if we encounter a monster and you want to know all of its weaknesses and you fail like a nature roll or something, you could say you studied that creature at a special paladin summer camp and you know everything about it. I remember the thing about the paladin summer camp. <laughs> a bandit we encounter can be your cousin. Uh, you can't create an object that you can keep for the whole campaign, like a super magic item or something. But you can create a one-time effect, like a pool of healing water, or a pool that restores spell slots of the party members, so long as we're like out of combat or something. You can't turn the main bad guy of a plotline into your friend, the big bad evil guy, but you might be able to blackmail one of his henchmen into fighting for you because you have naughty sketches of him and a goat man having a role in the hay. So... <laughs> Any of That's these... extremely specific. <laughs> and also, s- sketches. Wouldn't anybody be able to just fabricate a, a sketch? No, no. Nobody has the, that good of an imagination. <laughs> no one has an imagination that powerful. That's powerful. It's one where you take the piece of paper and you take the pencil and you go like... <laughs> like you did a rubbing? <laughs> yeah, well, a rubbing. While they were rubbing? While they were in the hay. They were very... Um... A rubbing of a rubbing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are we ready to go? Yay! Aaron and the Grease Wizard, the last time you were there, you had vanished as you were crossing the bridge to return the stone to Raven Tree. This time, when you appear through the portal, it's early in the morning, and Kira and Dern are sleeping, and roll a perception check. Ah, uh, this has been a while. Perception? Yeah. Fifteen. Eighteen. Okay. Dern has no pants. (laughs) You immediately recognize this room as the foyer of the Temple of the First Land. (laughs) And in the corner, (laughs) Kalman Coggles is sitting, having a conversation with Victor. The door! Wait, didn't we just leave here? (laughs) (laughs) Question. Are our hit points and spell slots back to... You are as if you've had a long rest, yes. Thank God. The characters have had a long rest. So you have. All right. So you hear this conversation between Victor and Kalman, and it's uh, somewhere along these lines. Have you heard any good rumors lately? Uh, I haven't been here long, Um, but the uh, dwarf drools when he sleeps. Hmm, uh, that's... Something, but it's not a very juicy rumor. No, it was pretty juicy. (laughs) No, I mean, uh, never mind. Uh, Any others? Oh, yeah, that gnome went to see Tinkle Fire Crotch. (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, He came back with uh, assless chaps. Aren't those just called chaps? I don't know. And who is Tinkle Fire Crotch? Oh, he's a gnome, too. Oh, What's the matter? You don't like gnomes? I mean, they're fine. They're just at an awkward height for me. Their faces are always at knob level. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, wait! Everybody! They're back! And it's morning! Uh Welcome back! And when you wake up, Kira and Dern, you notice there are some things that are different about the foyer. Mainly, Kalman has rigged up this Rube Goldberg-type system with the rakes from the garden closet that allow Victor to scratch his back while opening and closing um, by himself. Every time. I'm sorry. Silence, phone. This is Fantasyland. We don't have phones. 
That was an alarm. Does that help? <laughs> Good morning! And from the skies, low, a melodious tune did descend. <laughs> <clears throat> or is that just how the Rube Goldberg machine sounds? Yeah, right? when he scratches his back on it, it also plays a song. <laughs> There's a lot of... <laughs> it's like a marimba. <laughs> Oh, good morning, sleepyheads. All right, well, well, what are we doing back here, then? <gasps> well, you came back. Oh, I didn't come back. We came back. We were trying to figure out any clues about what was going on with the stones. By the way, Sator died. All right. Just by the way, they're lost. <laughs> way to break it to him. Real smooth. Well, she, she didn't know him. That, now, see, Calvin, that's the juicy rumor. <laughs> okay, all right, wait. Alright, can you catch us up, please? Well, Sator died. Akagi came back to life, then died again. Very we messily. Saved, we saved the tree. I found some torches! Why? <laughs> yeah, he did. There's a new thorn protector person of the Raven Tree Village. I forgot her name. But she's Sator's... Sister? <laughs> yeah, sister. Thank you. Uh, we set a lot of things on fire <laughs> to <laughs> make sure me. they wouldn't come back again. Krang came. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, there was Krang. Not Krang. Giant bone construct with a squishy thing in the middle going... There was, there was non-trademarked Krang. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> All right, oh. So, so we're back here. I, oh, yeah, and there's a tunnel with a hammer in it. Right up those steps. Don't go that way. Uh, it hurts. A lot. <laughs> I look around. Is that book still there? You're inside the temple now, so that book <laughs> is... No, there's not, it's but... It's outside the temple um, in the patio, if it's still there's there. There's not that book here, but I did find another one for you. It is called The Spellbook of the Floating Disc. Here you go. And I hand him the spellbook. All right. It's a spellbook that would teach you Tensor's Floating Disc. If you have, um, if you get back to town and spend 50 gold on material components to practice it, and then you could uh, transcribe it into your spell book. And that's in the normal player's handbook, I think. <clears throat> Please do not touch that book out there, or I'm taking that spell book back. Oh boy, I was just asking. I wasn't going to do it. it was just... just idle curiosity. And you said 50 gold? 50 gold, yeah. That's what it will take. Alright, so you want to catch them up on where I'll you're headed, or... What you're going to do? I last. Do you want to catch him up <laughs> on what are we headed? Well, uh, last night we were planning on heading downstairs next into the mausoleum and seeing what hints there are there, since this is apparently the cult of the undying. Hints about what? About the stones turning black. All right. Well, what's stone? The stone we went to go get the first time here, right? All those stones are turning black? Is I, that what I you're threw, telling me? I threw a spear at the halfling. <laughs> okay. Or I thought he was a bird. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and there was the stone. We got the stone back to the raven tree. The raven tree. <laughs> <laughs> I think from now on, whenever we have anything where we have to say previously on date night, Dern explains what we did last time. <laughs> So we put the stone in Sator's body because he had been eviscerated. And something about, it was weird, something about his blood purified the stone. Probably because he was a mystic, you think. But 
I don't know why I'm talking to you because you're God. <laughs> Not just the door. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the stone got purified, and uh, we decided to come back here and look for clues on how we can purify the rest because we found. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> We found out that there's different kind of blights, and we only fixed one of them. There's at least two more. We think one of them's connected to the... Headbone. Uh, it's not the Rainbow Lakes. <laughs> the Mirror the mirror Lakes? Mr. Door. Crystal, crystal Crystal. Lakes. Crystal. Thank you, Lass. Oh, yes. The Crystal, crystal Lakes. The wonderful vacation spot last I, I heard. Well, it's not anymore. Um, we think one of them's connected to that. We're not really sure where the third one is coming from, so we decided to come up here. We passed a big... I can't say Russian, but he sounded Russian. He was a big giant. What's a Russian? I don't know. He <laughs> <laughs> was a big guy. He talked funny, but not like my kind of funny. Like, more, well... <laughs> okay, okay, you got me. I'm in. This summer is as long as the last play session. <laughs> Anyways, we're here now, and we're going downstairs. Oh, okay, but I have to warn you, if you go downstairs, make sure... I tickle sure... him. Oh. <laughs> 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 it's been a long time. Uh, but you, if you go downstairs, remember, be very quiet. Because whenever I hear anybody go downstairs, I hear some bells ring, and then I hear screaming, and I never see any of them again. Uh, let's go to the other temple instead. Every time a bell rings... <laughs> An adventurer dies. Yes, in my experience. That's supposed to be a, a gizzard. Shoot, no, I'm it's doing a, it. Yes, I'm not the only one. I was collecting clips, thank you very much. It's spreading. All right, well, let's go, all right? <laughs> no, I'm a little afraid. All right, let's do this. Let's roll perception checks every three seconds. I... Okay, so there's a door leading down. That was the door on the right last time. I won't try to make you remember which door. Um, toward the, what he said was the mausoleum, but then eventually the Underdark, right? Yep. I, yes. Okay. Uh, there's a set of stairs leading down from this door after you open it. It just kind of swings open as you just push on it. All right. How far down can we see? Um, you guys can see in the dark, but it's kind of a spiral staircase, so not super far. It's definitely a cold stone uh, staircase. I rolled a ten. Do I see anything? A cold stone <laughs> staircase. It's kind of a spiral, <laughs> and it goes down. I should go down first. I'm just doing math in my head. I'm sorry. Wait, I don't oh. know if I should. I'm probably not going to use my character voice for this. I should go down first because I have danger sense, which gives me an advantage on dexterity throws against stuff I can see, like traps and spells. Oh, that could be handy. Yeah. So, follow me, I guess. Okay. You sound very confident. So, as you walk down the stairs, you don't trigger any traps or anything. But when you get to the bottom the stairs are sort of blocked. So there's just the doorway that opens up to a large stone cavern. Um, but sort of in your way of seeing much of anything, there's a vault, like a big concrete or stone coffin, that's overturned in the middle of the hall, and it's kind of blocking your entrance. Above it, only inches from the top of this vault, or actually the bottom because it's upside down, 
Uh, there's an assortment of interconnected bells that are woven together with strings, and they're hanging from the ceiling. Uh, they extend the full width of the hallway that you'd have to walk through to get into this large vault, which is about five feet wide. And they go all the way to the ceiling, about 12 feet down, and end about six inches above this vault. Uh, the vault is about uh, three... Oh, the bells go about three feet deep into that hallway, after which the room looks like it's pretty empty and clear. The vault is about four feet wide. I have a lot of numbers here. Seven feet long, three foot tall, or deep. It appears to be very, very heavy, uh, and it has script carved into the sides, um, which are sort of difficult to see from the angle where you're standing. What do you mean by a vault? Like a big stone coffin. Crypt. Yeah. Mausoleum. Big Sarcophagus. Box. I can't visualize it. <laughs> it's just a big rectangular box. Yeah. Not just... It's a tissue box. Okay. And it's upside down. I mean... And it's sitting on its lid upside down. Okay. And where are the bells in reference to this, then? Six inches above it. And there's no and space that's on covering, either side of it. And that's covering our... The, path. Yes. So basically you're saying we would have to go over it to get to the other side? You, right, so you can't fit through because the vault blocks the vault is four feet wide the hallway is only five feet wide uh, okay. so it's kind of in the middle there's a few inches on either side and then there's maybe six inches above it before the bells start and they go all the way to the ceiling 12 okay. feet above. What are they suspended with? Uh, basically, like twine and strings and pieces of rope. My hand mm. catches on fire. Yeah, I kind of want to shoot one down just no, to see no, what no, happens, no, but that's noise. De- detect evil and good. Okay, how does that work again? If there is, I will know if there is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet, as well as where the creature is located. Okay. And does it tell you exactly which type of that creature it is, or that's all it says? The, the, similarly, you know if there's a place or, or object within 30 feet is magically consecrated or desecrated. The spell can penetrate this block by one foot of stone, three inch from the No, it doesn't say anything about that, just that there is one. Okay, you do get a ping from somewhere inside the room, the, the chamber ahead of you. <clears throat> so there's... Definitely something. I, it's I, kind of. I, I want to whisper because of the role play, but if I whisper, that the, yeah, we can just assume you're whispering. So I'm whispering now. Um, there's definitely something in here with us. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm. De- is it me? No, it's <laughs> not you, lad. There's. I thought I was here. There's. Wait, is Calvin still here? Yeah, I, I tend to like be behind people and they forget I'm around. I'm not sure. Me too. But it's definitely an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead. <laughs> and it's within 30 feet. I'd say it's probably undead. Well, can I narrow it down? down? I'm going to examine all the walls for little holes and trips and tricks and everything up to... Trips and traps and traps and... Okay. And see if I can see anything. Okay. Never mind. I rolled a one. <laughs> this is a cave. Are we underground? I'm blind. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll I'll roll a check on that too. Okay. Three. <laughs> this is a cave. Still still underground. Anybody else? 
I'm not exactly the highest wisdom person in the group, but 11. Okay. Um, you don't see anything that particularly stands out, on at least on this side of the vault. It's hard to see beyond sort of all those bells. I say we take, hey, do you still have that giant blanket you pretended to hide in your bag? And we can lay it down on the floor and we can very sneakily cut off each bell because we have swords and daggers and knives and quietly <laughs> lay them down on the cloth. That's going to take way too long, last. <laughs> you want to die? I mean, I've got some pretty good spells. I don't know if I'm going to die, per se. But you still have that blanket. I, d- I don't know what blanket. I have this blanket. I don't know where I got it or anything, but I have this blanket right here. And I wow, that's my... a really big blanket. It's a very big blanket with several furs on it. I guess we could try it as long as I get my blanket back. Yeah, I'm with the elf. Half elf. Um, I've got some thieves' <laughs> tools, enough. and I've got proficiency in I've got proficiency in thieves' tools, so it might be a good idea for me to take care of this deck, uh, this um, bell cutting challenge. I hate to admit it, but he does have better dexterity than me. And thieves' tools have some have, kind of cutters in them. But does he have self control? I'll dare have that. <laughs> okay, so the rest of us can hide on the stairway, and if something goes wrong, we'll run back up. How about we hide up at the doorway, and then if we hear bells and screaming, then we'll know if it was a bad idea. <laughs> no, I want to see how this shakes out. Okay. So, I'll... It's I'm quite a few bells on here, so it's going to be either a lot of rolls, or we're going to have to do one roll that you'll have to do fairly well on, so I'll just it's be up with that. It's a giant blanket. So, so it's really mean, padded. Cutting oh, okay. Without making them ring or anything. I'd say we'd need to... Are they, like, really big bells or small bells? There's all different kinds. Like, it looks like bells made by all different races and large bells and smaller ones. Some that are actually... I, I said it sort of toward the end that are on, like, um, chains, which might be a little bit more difficult to snip, but mostly they're on, like, pieces of rope and twine. All right, Calman, how about you? Do you got any good ideas? That he might go is a rogue. Faster? He's sneaky. He could do it. Um, he is? I have, I, I have an expertise in these tools. Oh, so do I, I guess. Um, whatever. All right, I guess I'll, I'll try this thing out then. So do you want to do one roll or a bunch of I don't know. What do you guys think? I think we're, I think we're out of character now. I think I'm going to get my hammer ready. <laughs> All right, I'll just do one roll. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. And add your dex and your proficiency bonus. Thirteen. All right, so you cut through a few of these bells uh, and get them, laying them down nice, but as you go through to try and cut one of those ones off the metal that's sort of attached to a lot of other ones, when you pull it, some of the other bells ring. And I'm going to make a... Uh, it's a quiet tinkle. I'm going to make a perception check. All right. Um, <laughs> you've got you've got about uh, maybe a th- one one-foot section of these bells. No, I'm sorry. i got to ask the question. <laughs> bells <laughs> jingle. <laughs> no, tinkling tinkle. of tiny little I've bells. I've never heard the word tinkling bells. Small <laughs> ones tinkle. Small ones tinkle. Small ones okay. tinkle, big ones are gone. This is a stupid bell song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting ready for when I get to play a bard in our alternate. Check day. us out at the Grammys. 
All right, so the, there were three. These were three feet deep. You have sort of the curtain of the first foot of bells removed at this point. I didn't realize there was that much. All right. Well, I got I got the first bit of them removed then, right? Yep. So right now, there's about a foot of this vault that you could step up on. There's twelve feet to the ceiling, and then there's all the two feet thick still of bells in front of you that are kind of interlaced. I hate doing this, guys. This is boring. We understand, lad. Shall I keep going, I guess? Wait, the, one, the bell rang and nothing happened? It was a small, like it rang a couple of the small ones it was attached to and it tinkled. <laughs> um, and nothing did happen. All right, see, nothing happened, guys. You guys are listening to a door now. I'm going to attempt to peek under the level of bell since you said that they're six inches. Okay. Go ahead. Eleven. You can see uh, sort of that there are alcoves in the walls, and there are like other. There are alcove alcoves in the walls and vaults, other vaults. And, and then there's also up higher. It looks like urns. Getting the real non-trademark Dracula vibe from in here. <laughs> I guess I just keep going. I'll keep cutting through. All right, roll again, and add your Dex bonus and your proficiency bonus. That's a nat 20 plus 5. Alright, so you pull these bells down very quietly. GW comes through! And set them and make a nice path in the middle of your bell section here where everybody could walk through. Can I put some bells in my pocket? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's lots of bells. I put some bells in my pocket, and I put my blanket back in my pocket. Green bells go tingling. Okay, so I guess we're going to... He rolled Walk so well. Now. He rolled so well that he's able to arrange them. That if you were to ring them, they would play Carol of the Bells in perfect. <laughs> 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 All right, so you're gonna walk between the thing and go into the crypt mm-hmm. area, the big area. Very right. quietly. Everybody, roll stealth. We will do an average oh, stealth roll. Yes. Seventeen. Eighteen. Seven. Uh, with your mods. Eleven. Stealth. I don't have any mods, so yeah. 23! 17. <laughs> Alright, you guys are very quiet as a group. As Except for Mike. Except I don't have bells in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's, he rolled pretty good, so I guess he tucked some napkins down yeah, in the liners. I, I did write enough bells to last a lifetime, <laughs> just in my inventory. You took all of them? Bells for days. Yes. Do you have, like, a bag we don't know about with infinite it's, space? No, it's really thick. And it's bulging a little bit. Okay. Um, he gently rolled them up in the blanket. Mm-hmm. So, you see, as you enter this room, it's the mausoleum. It's got very stale air and gray dust floating around. Uh, Kalman doesn't see in the dark, so he has out a... He's got a moon-touched sword that he has out that gives off a faint glow. And you can see kind of the dust trailing around in the light that it's putting out. Um... Everything here has been here for, like, an age, it looks like. He had a sword that could emanate light. Why did he need so many torches? You told me to get some torches! (laughs) So I could keep watch. Are you trying to hurt me? (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll accept that one as fact. Let's keep going. Okay. So, um, there's... Do I see any footsteps? 
Footprints? In the dust, yes. Footprints. Roll survival. All we are is footprints in the dust. Uh, 16. Yes, and they are uh, humanoid, but pretty large. I see large humanoid footprints in the dust. You also see that there are kind of these... um, Do they separate into one set of footprints, and that's where he carries me? (laughs) It's pretty much one set of footprints the whole time. Ah, hallelujah. (laughs) Um, There's also, like, a few uh, swords laying on the... um, on the vaults that are in these alcoves, and almost all of them look like they're rusted or really disintegrated, except one that's really shining uh, in the light that Kalman has. Can I cast Detect Magic mm-hmm. on it? Yes. All right. Do I? I just. I don't think you have to do anything for that, except maybe burn a spell slot. I yeah. I don't think you need a roll. Oh, okay. Well, it was a uh, seventeen. All right. So you detect. You throw that Detect Magic. The sword is not magical, but you get a ping from underneath the vault that you guys just crawled over. <laughs> that there's Light. something magical inside the vault. Okay. All right, I'm going to go back and check Where it out. Where do the footprints kinda... go to or from? <laughs> the footprints lead toward the opposite side of the room, and there's like a path that leads out of the mausoleum, and it looks like it goes down. But where do the footprints come from? Well, they kind of pace back and forth between that area. You see them a couple of times. It's definitely with your roll. You can tell they're all the same footprints, though. Do they come from that vault? No. All right, well, can I go look at that vault? Yes. Any, any um, since we're on a new turn here, any um, Celestials, Undeads? Anything? Yes, you can tell that toward where... Um, Kira is looking, the the path that leads out of the mausoleum and down, that there's something just kind of in the shadows down that path. Nothing like in that shiny, shiny one? No. Okay. Um, So you want to look at the vault? Sneakily look at the vault. Okay, the vault's upside down sitting on its lid. So all you can see from where you are is this big sort of concrete or stone vault. And there's, the lid's not even open a little bit? It's sitting on its lid, so it's not really sealed. Yeah. Um, and it's not exactly square on the lid. But you can't look up under it because it's on the ground. The lid's only a few inches thick. I'm scared to know what's in there and what's down the stairs. I still can't visualize it. <laughs> Can I look at the coffin or whatever that has a shiny sword on it? Yeah. And look as and look to see if it's been disturbed or anything. It does not look like it's been disturbed. Will you roll an intelligence check? <laughs> this is a coffin with the shiny sword sitting on it. Yeah. Uh, if I sprayed some acid on it. Do you think I can melt enough to just kind of peek in? You could try. Hmm. It's not really something. Can I can I roll an intelligence check to think if I know my acid spell well enough to and, melt the stone and metallurgy? And yeah, I, I am a tinkerer and go, a gnome. Go ahead and roll an intelligence check for that. I guess. Well, I look up. Are you sure? Well, you don't have a good idea, but I still have to get a good idea. 
of what I think that would be. Seven. Yeah, I don't. You're not sure. Um, If it was, would it be intelligence or? um, Yeah, that would probably be intelligence. That's fair. Mm. Intelligence is knowing if your acid could work its way into a (laughs) magic crypt. Wisdom is knowing you shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, just a concrete box with a lid. All right, I guess I'll just leave it. Hmm. Unless someone wants to help me pick this up. I don't think we could do that quietly. You want to roll an investigation check about the vault if you're going to ask about whether or not you think you could pick it up or how difficult it would be, you may do that. That's a 20... over 20. There's no way you could lift it. It's possible you might be able to make it budge by, like, pushing it, but there's no way that you guys could lift it. Not worth. All right. Fine. So what are we doing down here again? <laughs> I would say very quietly panicking from moment to moment. Well, what if I'll grease this up and we just push it a no, little bit? No, oh, it's too heavy. But, he's, but God said we could budge it a little bit, and if I got grease, might a little bit more, if you know what I mean. No. All right. I don't think it's a good idea. All right. Hey, Calvin, can you we, see what's down there? I have the worst vision in the party. Okay. <laughs> I only got the one eye. And no dark vision. All right, well, why don't we just go? I'm going to try and get a little bit closer and see if I can see into the doorway. Okay. I've got a mirror. Can I, like, put it underneath and, like, look to see up into the... Roll another investigation check. Okay. That's a 18 plus 6. Yeah, okay. I'll say you can kind of see in there. It looks like there's a stone disc on the inside that might have been what was pinging. Otherwise, it looks like it's empty inside. <laughs> Stone disc. Cool. Oh, nothing I want to care about. Let's go. And you want to try and go stealthily toward the other end of the room, Kira? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. I no? rolled a three. No. Oh. That. <laughs> Can I do okay. an arcana check on that disc? Just just because we don't... <laughs> <laughs> In a minute. Okay. So, um... You hear something stirring down the hallway. Guys. After you kind of stumble and crunch on something in the floor. Guys, just, there's, I hear something. Like from the bad direction? From down from further, direction. Okay. further in. The path that leads, like, down further. Do I hear any recognizable sounds? It sounded like, uh, we'll roll a hearing perception check. Eight, nine, ten? You just heard something like, maybe a crunch noise. Well, I went from a three to a five, so that's improving. <laughs> I don't, I don't like that sound, guys. Thanks for listening to Date Night. I'm Amy. 
And I'm Will, your friendly neighborhood game mom, reminding you to always have your Demogorgon spayed or neutered. We're also here to talk to you about some great new projects we're working on and how you can find out more about them, support the show, and get even more date night. First, I've just released my first title over on the Dungeon Masters Guild. Crinkle Fire Touch's Guide to Magic Items Volume 1 has all of your favorite magic items from the show and some you don't even know you love yet. The book has 50 magic items that I've carefully converted from my Chicken Scratch campaign notes into real, usable items for your own campaign. The book includes items like Crinkle Fire Touch's Blunderbuss and his Corn Smart Badge. It has Dern's Shield of Balance, the Amulet of the Pseudo-Dragon, also known in our campaign as Sam the Benevolent. We've got the Cloak of Displace and Place, and we've got many, many more. Spoiler alert, some of the items in Crinkle Touch... In Crinkle Fire Touch's Guide to Magic Items Volume 1 still haven't even been handed out yet. I've included items from Maximilian's Cart, items we've received on quests, ones I made for the random uh, tables that I had for Jerry and Jenny's Gem and Junk Juicer. Some of these items may never even wind up in the hand of our characters, but you can add them to your own campaign. If you're a new listener and wondering who Crinkle Fire Touch is, listen to Episode 12, Corn Smart, to meet him. If you want to pick up Crinkle Fire Touch's guide, you can find it by searching dmsguild.com. But it might be easier to find the link and description right over at our website, datenightpodcast.com. That's d8nightpodcast.com. When you're there, click on the News button or the Store button. While you're there, you can also look at character art and maps, send us a message, find our social media links, discover new ways to listen, or even sponsor the show by buying a message. Our sponsor messages are perfect for small fantasy, gaming, or other related businesses. We don't want to use the same eight sponsors as every other podcast. After all, how many subscriptions or promo codes do you need for the same eight companies? We're looking to highlight cool products that our fans might not know about, so head over to d8nightpodcast.com or email us at d8nightpodcast at yahoo.com to talk about sponsoring an episode. I can hardly believe we've been doing the show for half a year now. We'd love it if by this time next year, we were able to break even on our audio hosting, web hosting, and other show expenses. You can help us do that by buying a message, purchasing Crinkle Fire Touch's Guide to Magical Items, or becoming a premium subscriber. Premium subscribers have some really neat things to look forward to. We aim to put up one extra play session outside of the main campaign every month, plus some other short piece of bonus content such as Game Master Guides, Player's Perspectives, or Audio Proficient Episodes. And we are thinking of scheduling those to go live on the Fridays when we don't have new episodes of the main campaign coming out. That way, premium subscribers can have something new to listen to every Friday. Our next premium episode is a short game master guide about this episode, and it includes information about the puzzle our characters encountered. Game Master Guide to Episode 18 will go live next Friday, June 16th. Our next regular episode drops on June 23rd. Until then, keep sharing the show with your friends. We really appreciate it. And drop us a line anytime on Twitter, Facebook, or Reddit. We really love to hear from you. We've got other cool projects in the works, too, like an alternate campaign where one of our players is taking the helm as GM. Who is it? What will this new campaign look like? Well, those are questions we will have to answer later. I think I hear a bell ringing, so let's get back to the action.
How big is the doorway going down to these stairs? And are they more spiral stairs or are they straight down? No, this is like a ramp leading down, <clears throat> and it's a big like opening. It's not really a doorway. Doesn't somebody have detect good and evil? I I used it. He yeah, told me there was just something you, down there. Yeah, that's the direction where you had it. <clears throat> what else Did do we have to do besides keep going? Or you don't know? I, 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 the 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 tooltip is not very well written. It just says the location of yada 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 yada. It doesn't say necessarily that I know which yada it is. I mean, you could either help me move this thing, I could get this wooden, this metal stone disc, whatever it is, or we could just go down there. What's the big deal? We've fa- we faced a bunch of baddies before. What's the sense of waiting? Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. Can't do a quick arcane to check on that disc. Yeah, I'm getting bored. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, you'll be at disadvantage because you're inspecting it through the mirror and, and <laughs> under this thing. Four, ten. Ten. Oh, yeah, ten. Don't really know exactly what it is. That's Can I, like, reach in there? No, okay. Well, could help with the puzzle. All is right, there fine. maybe some kind of medication that you should be taking <laughs> that you're not taking or perhaps taking too much of? I have a herbalism kit. <laughs> okay. Let's just go. All right. Uh, well, let's start strutting down. Quietly. Yeah. Quietly. Toward that hall. Yeah. Okay. Um, Keep in mind I have 60 As dark you vision. start to go down the hall. We all do. <laughs> Except roll, for Calman. Roll stealth. Eight. Twenty-two. Four. <laughs> Nineteen. Uh, I think my perception's going to beat that average. So, uh, you're spotted by something, and you spotted at about the same time, though. It wasn't trying to be particularly sneaky. Uh, you look, it is a pretty large, undead-looking creature. Uh, it might be a, a, an undead goliath by the size of it. And it's holding a couple of femur bones, and it's got a bell around its neck that's ringing quietly as it's walking toward you, and we will roll initiative now. It's tinkling. It what? is tinkling. What's so a goliath? A goliath is a human, a humanoid, one of the playable races in uh, Volos who are nice. like eight and a half feet tall or something. I know it's just on an initiative roll, but I'm so happy when I get nat 20s. I got a 19. I got a 15. To a 21. Got a 10. Well, mine's 21. Just mm-hmm. because nat 20. What do you have, Eva? 15. So there's no sense of me trying to talk to it. Oh, ten. In under comments. It's it's there. (laughs) Probably not. Okay. But, good news is, Dern's up first. Why is that good news? Well, it's not the other other guy up first. Oh, okay, that works. So he's down this hall, probably 25 feet away. So we're just on like a a five-foot-wide ramp. This one's wider, actually. How wide is this one? This one's maybe 15 feet wide. Can we see the bottom if we were to fall off of this? It doesn't look like it's a, sort of a cliff or anything. It looks like it leads down into another room. Okay. My recommendation, because there could be fall damage involved here, is we back up to the, the other, like, you know, plateau. The flat area? Yeah. I thought we were surrounded with walls. <clears throat> I guess the next ramp is open on one or both sides. The way, the, from the description, the way I got it was like we were in a room, and then there's the ramp, and as you go down the ramp, it opens up into this giant. 
It's not like a chasm. It's just another big chamber at the bottom. You could slip and fall and slide down the hill, but you would not be falling off of, like, a cliff or anything. I know, but I've already slipped and fallen enough. <laughs> and this particular... It wasn't this episode, but... I still say we back up to a little bit more... Or maybe the grease wizard could uh, grease. grease up underneath the enemy's feet. If and nothing just... else, I want to bottleneck the thing so it has to attack me and you guys can... St- well, except for maybe Aaron over there, but you know the rest of you guys can stay behind me and cast or, or <laughs> yeah. bow from relative safety. Do we really want me rolling them? <laughs> I want it bottlenecked. I mean, I've got okay. the, the, the 19 armor class over here, and usually I'm pretty decent with undead. Okay. All right, so you're going to use this time to kind of shift around while it's walking up? Yeah, back up to the the, the bottleneck. All right, so um, we didn't put any paper out here. I'm going to kind of draw what you're doing, I guess, so we know where everybody is. This is going to be the room that you're in. It's kind of a round room. This is the path that he's coming up, which kind of goes down in this direction. He's down here at this point, so are you saying Dern and Aaron are yeah, going to kind like, of try to block this area? Of course, I grabbed the one pencil that's broken. It's so like Dern. Is it O or A? A. Aaron and then like... Kalman's definitely going to try to w. be up with you, Okay. so he can attack with swords. So um, He's going to try and stay near Dern. Why do I always screw up his... His new letter there. I don't know. So you've got just the three of you are in a straight line beside each other. Is his name Cow Man? Cow. K-A-L-M-A-N. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and stick with that initiative, though. This guy starts walking up the ramp, and he gets to the line. He doesn't stop or anything. Um, And Dern, it's up to you as he approaches and gets within range. Okay. Um... Hi, what's your name? <laughs> Isn't that his name? No, no it's... <laughs> I'm really not hearing a difference here. Oh. Um, we're going to go with Thunderous Smite. <laughs> now he's uh, Tim the Toolman. <laughs> 18 for the hit. Yeah, well, then we'll do and it. Then I had a D8. There's my D8. Five, nine, nine hammer damage, and then 2d6, right? Yeah. Three, two, five, an additional five thunder damage, and the, the knockback. Thunder damage? Yes. And what does he have to do to not be knocked back? <laughs> a strength save? I think it's a, a strength save. Let me double check real quick. Uh, that's a 20. Target. If it's strength. It's strength saving, yeah. Okay. So he does not get knocked back, but you smack him pretty good with the hammer, and that sound uh, sort of breaks all of the silence that you guys had down here, too, with that 300-foot thunderous smite. Well, if I'm going to break the silence, it's going to be with <laughs> go the hammer. Go big All right, Kira, it's your turn. You've got the line of folks in front of you, but they're not basically blocking you from having a Don't shoot me shot, in the back. Unless you really You've got shiny armor. Right, and I don't want blood all over it. Especially not my own. Well, at least it's magical armor. It's true. It's not magical blood, though. <laughs> Please just get some new dice. Ah, uh, but it's 13. Nope, that's just gonna 
uh, sail over him and smack into the wall. He's resistant to arrows. <laughs> or you just missed. <laughs> Aaron, your turn. He's right in front of you. Uh, kind of maybe obliquely in front of you. I don't know how to say this, but what is he wearing? He's got some rotting clothes on. It looks kind of like... Um, and Kira and Dern saw the monk leaving uh, on the road. He had those like white pants with the orange belt that went up around and over his shoulder. Oh, he's Russian. So he's got on gear that looks like that, but much older and rotting. Okay. I'm going to so, attack him with my axe. Okay. He's a Goliath. Um, that's, um, really? 16. That hits. So um, roll damage. Which one of these is a d12? This is it, right? Looks if it has like, 12 on it, yeah. yeah. I, I can't, okay. It looks like. Um, oh, dang. So that is 10. 10 damage? Yep. Okie dokie. So you cut a big gash in him, um, and now that belt isn't going over his shoulder anymore. Kalman's uh, up. He's staying right near Dern, and he's going to try and use... I've been calling it sneak attack. That's what rogues have. But they can use it even when they don't sneak up on somebody. If they're within five feet of one of their mates, they sort of can attack while you're swinging your hammer. He can kind of stab into a weak spot when uh, he's blocking. So, well, it, all that explanation. Kalman misses twice with the <laughs> short swords, and now um, what I'm How calling. How does he react to that? Oh man! <laughs> the other guys up now. He. Airs at one of you. That would be Kira. <laughs> and he rings the bell around his neck. And I need you to make a wisdom save. That's a roll plus my wisdom modifier? Yep. And if you're proficient in wisdom saves, you get to add your proficiency bonus too. Twelve. Okay. You're going to... Be afraid. Be very afraid. Take ten psychic damage. Ooh. And you have to use your reaction to run as far away as you can. So back in the other direction. So Kira's running 30 feet back toward the door. Your other bells, despite the fact that they're sitting on that coffin, kind of rise into the air and ring, and you notice that when you turn around to run the other I way. he had wrapped them all up in his blanket. He didn't take all of them. He said he took some of them. I put enough bells... To last a lifetime. You said you put a... I put a couple of them in my pocket, is what you told me. And then me. followed it up with... I wrote enough bells to last a okay, lifetime. Okay, the bells in your pocket rise up in the air and start ringing. And so <laughs> your assless chaps are kind of floating out beside you, billowing. And they're making a heck of a ruckus. <laughs> okay? Quiet your puns. <laughs> Do I kind of float up with them? No, you don't fly up into the air. At least not yet. <laughs> I'm looking at the vault. Am I allowed to have a reaction yet to see other than, ah, my head, and run away? You can see what's going on there. You can see, well, I was going to say you could see the bells, but they're all on the other side of you. And, uh... Is anything happening with the vault? No. Okay. If, if we're going by normal reactions to extreme fear, you're not really that aware of what's going on around you. You're pretty tunnel-visioned. Yeah. 
Um, Dern, it's back around to you. Okay. Uh, Wait, did you skip? Did Sam go? No, it, he. The bad guy went and he targeted me. Oh yeah. So oh, I did Sam. miss. Yeah, Grease Wizard is under Bellboy. Go ahead, Sam. Um, I cast Shatter on the the thing. So if it explodes, we all get covered in okay icky. Uh, let's see. Is that a ranged attack or does he make a save? He makes a save. All right, I'm gonna make you. Creature in a ten foot radius. Yeah, it's yeah. Okay. Gonna need. Let me see. Make a Constitution saving throw. If fail, take three d8 damage. If success, half damage. Darren, I'm gonna need you to make that save too, based on how you guys are kind of <clears throat> obliquely attacking him. Okay, I critted on <laughs> his, on the, on on his save. save. Okay, so, he so takes that's half. half damage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Remember, you can't spell sculpt anymore. So if they're in there fighting. It's going to be tough not to hit somebody. Oh, boy. Yeah. Ten. Mike is not happy anymore. Six. <laughs> Ten. Oh, boy. Twenty-six. Um, so he'll take 13. And you'll take 26. Ouch. I'm sorry. <laughs> so you're feeling a little shattered, but it's your turn, Darn. Makes more sense to do the lay on hands. Lay on hands. Okay. So that's five times my level, so it's 15, so it brings me up to 17. Okay. Kira, a new wisdom self. Okay. Still using your reaction on this turn to try and run away, which means you're going to have to try and go up over the vault. I'm really scared of this guy. I'm heading up the steps. Okay, it's Aaron's turn. Okay, he's still uh, right in front of you with Darren and Calman, and you're kind of around him a little bit. Okay, I'm just gonna attack him again with my axe. Okay. Uh, nat twenty. Oh boy. Plus six. Okay, roll your damage dice twice then. Yay. Seven. Two plus four. So, 13? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Kalman is up again at this point. He's going to try to attack with both of his swords. And he gets one hit with his main hand. And he does 13 damage. And he says, Alright! I got him with the moon sword! And now it's the bellboy's turn again. So, he, uh, let me see if that's recharged. Nope. He's going to attack with his, uh, femur bone clubs that he's got in his hands. And he's going to take a swing at... That was Kira last time. Yeah, but she's not there. Right. And the Grease Wizard's back behind you, so that one, there's nobody there for, because I only have three. That'll be you. So he's gonna swing that femur bone. Leave the dwarf alone. No, so far the undead's been better to me than the freaking grease wizard. <laughs> That's a twenty-three yeah, against right. AC. Hit. 
That's ten. Okay, and he makes the second attack. <laughs> That's an eleven. Thank God. So he swings down with both of these and misses with the second one, clocks it into the wall, and it's back around to the Grease Wizard. Mm, let's cast... Not Shudder. <laughs> um, no more freaking fairies. No more freaking fairies. I'm just going to cast... I'll cast a chromatic orb. Of I'm going to melt. <laughs> no, no, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a ranged attack. That's yeah. much less likely to hit you than an AoE. Okay. So what is, what is he... Can you describe him one more time? What is he made out of? Is he like all it's bone? Dead, dead meat. He's just he's dead got meat. meat on him. Still, he's not yeah. a golem or anything like that. He was a very large golemy, um, um, Goliath kind of person. Now he's dead. I like the idea of that bell around his neck, so I don't want to destroy that. But I'm going to... So I'm going to use fire. Okay. A fire chromatic orb at him. Okay. And that's a d20. 11. No, that's going to sail down the hallway, and you can see it light up the area down there and disappear into the stone. And it's back around to turn. Armor of Agathus. I get 10 temporary hit points, and if he hits me, he takes 10 cold damage. Okay. As long as while the spell is up, so it's like every turn potentially. Right, Kira, make a wisdom save. <clears throat> At advantage, you're not in line of sight anymore. Uh, eighteen. Yeah, that's enough. Eighteen. Okay, you're not afraid anymore. You can uh, take your normal actions on this turn if you want. You're a few feet up the stairs. I gotta run back. If you run back, you. Sh- should be just within bow range for yes. your action. Will I be able to still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can run back and take a shot. Never mind. I rolled a five. <laughs> Plus what? Plus six. Okay. Yeah, it just sails wide again. Yep. Aaron. Um. Can I ask how the how how vision. the Goliath is really looking? Dark. Everything looks. Pleasant. He doesn't look too good off right now. It looks like he's got a couple of. Uh, pretty big gashes in him from your axe, from Kalman's sword. He's not looking great. Okay, so he's, he's about, he's about to go down. I mean, he didn't look good to start yeah, He didn't look good to start, but, but he's he about to go twice. down, probably, right? He looks, I hit him with the hammer. He looks less steady <laughs> on his feet. I'll say that. Okay, um, so I'm going to cut his legs off at the ankle. Okay. Ooh. With my axe. That's change I can believe in. That's a nine? <laughs> No, that's, he's going to play skip it with your axe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my worst one. Game. Okay. Game. <laughs> um, Kalman's going to stick with the two sword attacks and hope for a sneak attack to hit, which does. And he gets to roll three. Okay, so he slashes uh, into the... Goliath, and the Goliath finally stumbles over onto the ground. And you hear that bell toll against the ground, and all the other bells that are, like, in your pockets just fall back down, and you feel their extra weight in your pack, which we may have to thin out at some point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The gnome waddles into the fray. He has fallen down. (laughs) The gnome is a hoarder. Can I go grab the bell? All right. The bell well, that one looks like it controls the other ones. Roll in uh, Arcana check on the bell. Uh, 23. Yes. 
which I just have written here as the Bellboy's Bell, allows you to learn the Toll of the Dead cantrip. Um, but there's a caveat here. Whenever you cast it, you also take 1d4 necrotic damage if the target makes its saving throw. Okay. So the bell must harm someone. And what, what cantrip was that again? Toll of the Dead. And I have a special um, saving throw for it. Okay. It's uh, your wiz- or it's uh, 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus your wisdom modifier. And the spell save for it is a wisdom save that the other creature has to make. What does the spell do? It's a um, necrotic damage cantrip. I'm a little I terrified believe. of the Grease Wizard becoming a necromancer here. <laughs> Eight plus proficiency bonus plus... Wisdom modifier. I think he's pretty committed to invention magic or whatever. And you'll have now. to wear this in your, if we're going to call it a slot, your necklace slot. Okay. Remember, Frankenstein was an invention. <laughs> <laughs> of the dead... You point at one creature you see within range, and the sound of a Dolores bell fills the air around it for a moment. It must succeed on a wisdom save or take 1d8 necrotic damage. If it's missing any hit points, it takes 1d12 necrotic damage. Bell damage increases by one die when you reach level 5, or 11, or 17. So, bells tinkle and Dolores? Yes. (laughs) Okay. I'm learning so much about bells today. I thought it was Dolores. Maybe. That's a name. That's Dolores. That was my mother, you hear from upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, that was Doris. Yeah. That's that's his aunt. That's my aunt. Sorry. I'm a door. (laughs) (laughs) Taking down the bellboy. What's next on on the agenda? Seriously, burn it. Oh, burn it. Yeah, that's me. All right. Uh, Firebolt. Okay. You can burn him up with a few of those cantrips. And with the light of the fire, we can see into this next room, which, by the way, I've caught up to everybody. You can kind of see in anyway, except for where the ceiling blocks it, but it looks like a lot like the chamber you're in right now, kind of a round chamber, maybe not as big as the one you were just in. Okay. Okay. I look around for anything. Are you going heading down? You're still at the top, so... Yeah, let's head down. I'll go first again. All right, make stealth checks again. If you're being stealthy, I guess. Five, eighteen. Twenty. Eleven. <laughs> Calman's got like twenty-three. Uh, Alright, yeah, so you just I head down. down. <laughs> You're still fine. You just head into that room. Um, I don't like that we had to do a stealth roll. I think we're trying to be stealthy this whole time. I'd be more worried if it was like perception or something. I'm just uh, This is looks like a second mausoleum, probably for less important burials. Uh, there's a good deal of rubble uh, on the ground down here, and it really looks like it's in disrepair. And there's drag marks in the ground leading out or down further into the other um, door that leads out of here. Into hell. Uh, Can you make a perception check hearing? Everyone? Yes. 20. Okay. Yeah, over 20. You definitely hear... 17. Uh, 20. 11 or 12, I don't remember. Clanking and maybe scratching from down further, echoing up. 
um, down the path that's leading out of the room. I'm starting to think there's a creature of fire and smoke. There's only this time that there's rocks that have sort of fallen across the other entrance. You could get through quite easily. There's still like a five or six foot large opening at least. Um, And there's a dark, narrow corridor that leads kind of through those rocks. In this room, like the other room, there are a lot of vaults and alcoves. And this one is even maybe taller than the other room, and you can see urns going way up along the walls up higher. Um, there's a ton of a ton of urns in here. I'm going to mm-hmm. attempt a perception roll to see if anything catches my eye. Okay. Uh, 21. Okay, it looks like there's nothing nearly as valuable here as there might have been any, you know, above. This looks like it's a poorer place to be buried. And the things that were on the graves are gone or look like dust or you can't even really make out what they are. Okay. Onward! I guess. Yeah, let's go to hell. Wait, which entrance, though? Or am I just misunderstanding that? Are you going further down into the... Weren't there two entrances? I thought there was just the one there's, behind us and the one There's the one us. you came down, and there's the one leading oh. out of the mausoleum further and down into rubble. the dark. Okay. Yeah. Okay, as you get toward that corridor, you see deep scratches on the walls, and it seems like it's hazy and humid now. Mm. And it seems like there's a natural cave ahead of you, and it's not... Uh, sort of dug out mausoleums anymore. Well... So you get an idea. Uh, make a, another perception check. 18. 6. Nat 20. Alright. Aaron and Dern, you can smell the distinct smell of... It's like an acrid smell that you would associate with the Underdark. Brimstone. Mm-mm-mm. I know, Undercommon. That might be helpful. Did you roll a perception check? Uh, d- no. <laughs> but you had a nat 20. Okay, so. anyway, so I can smell for both of us? <laughs> Let me be your nose. <laughs> Let me be your nose. Okay, and we're walking, I guess. We knew this went to the Underdark, so I'm not really surprised. I was hoping for hints before we got here. Yeah, right. they were talking about... You guys were talking about, like, searching the... Thing for hints. Do we really? So, what do hints look like? Okay, can I roll perception on these scratches? Maybe? Sure. Roll survival, actually. <laughs> if you don't win, we don't survive. Okay, I rolled a 20 with mods. We survive. Uh, they're definitely from hook horrors walking back and forth out of this chamber into the lower mausoleum. And what are hook horrors? They're. Nasty underdark creatures with like bird heads and arms that are actually just bone hooks, and they make pretty bad screeching noises, and they don't tend to live alone. There may be seven horrors from between four to seven feet tall. (laughs) I don't really want to go any further. Yeah, I don't either. So we came all this This, way for nothing. Well, and let's go back up to the rich people's graveyard and see if we can find anything. Yeah. I've never, I've never liked me any hookers. <laughs> What's a hooker? A hooker? Yeah, what you talking about? There's scratches there. Okay, hook horror. Oh, hooker, whatever. 
Okay, so I'm going. I'm booking. Yeah, it. I'm. I'm feeling better about the the jingly bells now that we killed the big jingly bell. Okay. So, so we'll, you go back up to the first mausoleum. Yep, I'm gonna mm-hmm. look at that sword and pick it up. Yep. Okay, that sword. You pick it up. You notice it has some elvish script written on it. I can read that. That, that suits. Well, roll a history check. It says uh, Aruneva. <laughs> Which you're elvish, so you should know what that means. I should. But I don't. Um, seven? You don't know what uh, that's referring to, but you do know that this is a fine short sword. Uh, it it works as a finesse light weapon, like mm-hmm. a short sword, so you can dual wield with it, but it actually does 1d8 uh, piercing damage. Okay, so upgrade. I'm upgrading. Upgrade from the elf. Pretty hard to find a, a one-hand finesse weapon that does 1d8, so that's pretty good. And what is it? Uh, it has R and R. Yeah, A R U N E V A written on it. So spell that one more time. A R U N E V A. I don't know why my brain is not processing that. A R U N E V A. Because you didn't roll high enough. R and Eva. R and forever. Okay, you guys are back in that vault. You've got the, um, or that mausoleum. Let's try to do Sam's stupid concrete whatever. Okay, we can't turn it over, but we can push it. Push it. Big rock slip inside. If you want to grease it, sure. See if we can push it down to the ramp, at least. I crack my knuckles. <laughs> or and maybe we can lift it up a little bit and he can grab the disc. Or no, we can can't drop it. it on him. And then well, we lose I like that idea. Alright, listen. I know you guys don't like me, but I'm quite fond of you all. So, just being honest here. We form some sort of a rudimentary lathe. Whatever. <laughs> Alright, well, let's grease this up, I guess. And I'll cast grease. Okay. As a ritual spell. Are you trying to that is not That does not have a ritual tag. So you cannot cast it as a ritual spell. But I thought I could cast spells... If they're marked ritual. Only if they're marked with a ritual tag. I have done some wizard homework. That... Okay. <laughs> Alright, I'll cast Grease. Okay. I don't have to roll. No. You'd grease it up. It's greased. So you got this ten foot area all around this vault that's greased and so it permeates like even underneath it or between it and the um, lid. Alright. Okay. You strong push. people, push. push. I can't believe I'll I'm promise, doing I'll this. be over here, I'll use Mage Hand, don't worry. Okay. All right, Whoever's right, pushing, roll Let's a strength check. Okay, I'll do it. Three people could probably push at the same time. Eleven. Um, um, what Four. was that strength? Sixteen. Okay, you push it and you think it probably would have made a pretty awful sound if not for the grease, which made it easier to push. And as you push it, it sort of goes off of the lid a little bit, which allows it to turn a little, and the stone disc that you saw underneath it is laying on the lid in kind of a cavity uh, of the lid. Cool. There you go, wee man. Okay, let's That's check cool. it out. Pick it up. Or you could check it out right, first. This but is what it uh, says on it. The script. There's script on it that starts glowing. All right, it says, hey, look at this. It One says, disc to rule them all. <laughs> <laughs> it says, you passed the test of silence. Um, 
Beneath. Beneath this spell. God, you, you need you to write to here. <laughs> I can read uh, GM script. All right. You have to read it in his accent, though. Yeah, do it in my You pass the test of silence beneath <laughs> this bell lace web. It was good food. avoiding violence and sneaking past instead. Well, we know that's not true. Take the stone into the light and look with watchful eyes. You will find, to your delight, your special Nobel Prize. Oh. Oh. All right, let's go. Yeah, let's 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 go. Okay. Hi, Vic. Yeah, this was a great use of time. All right, so you. I wanted to do this earlier. Do we look like we have a plan? Like we know what we're doing. (laughs) He's made this so that we are deciding what we're doing. We literally are stumbling in the dark right now. All right. Well, well now I'm, we're made it up to this So we, we got a... I heard some bells, but you're alive. I got them all right here. That's a lot of bells. Maybe you could help a brother out. I'm tired of people always knocking on my face. Oh. Yeah, sure. Here, here, here take... Ring him up a doorbell. Yeah, so I'll spend the next little bit making him a very beautiful doorbell. Oh, I so appreciate it. Fan favorite, Victor. <laughs> and it's got, like, I use a couple of my bells. Okay. And I make it do, like, a fancy chime. When when you, like, hit it, it makes some... Like cucaracha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That sounds good. So it's got a little... Pull chain on it or something, yeah. somebody can ring these bells. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, this is wonderful. Thank you so much. You're the best friends I've had in such a long time. Well, goodbye forever. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Visit me if you're ever around. Well, can't we just we, take him with us? Let's well, pull him off the hinges. No, please don't do that. Can we just take a long rest here? Sure. Because my... my Ten hit points are going to expire here in a little bit. Yeah, I'm still I'll be at back full down to health. Seven. I still have thirty six hit points. Yeah, I would like. You're that. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Can we uh, barricade that door so these hook horrors don't come up? Vic sure. door. Can we barricade your your friend over there? He's not my friend. He's just a. Uh, I don't want to say it, but he's just a regular door. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, let's take a let's bar- sure we can barricade the door. Let's okay. let, no, let's take a long. There's rest. some stuff in that bigger chamber where you were before that you could use to barricade the door. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, long rest time. Yes. Okay. Calman says, "I'll keep a watch. I'll talk to my new buddy here." Okay. All right. And now for the next eight hours, we will listen to Calman <laughs> talk to his new buddy. Yep, in real time. <laughs> Yeah, do you have any more pages written down of you doing funny voices at yourself? No, he wants to record it. <laughs> you have a folder for that? I have a folder. Well, I have a oh. in this notebook here. Yes, he does. Okay, That's I was joking. Alright, so this uh, this is the most thorough conversation GM I've ever seen in my life. Um, he keeps color commentary just ready to go. <laughs> Calman, I've noticed sometimes you have trouble knowing what to say in conversations. And if you do, you can always just pay someone a compliment. Wait, wait, wait. Why are you checking your bag? I was looking for one. One what? A compliment. No, no, no. I mean, you say something nice about the person or door you're talking to. Like, for example, Calman. The person yes? <laughs> You have a very pretty eye. 
Oh, thank you. It makes it hard for people to tell when I'm winking. Uh huh. <laughs> well, Did I just have this. Yes. <laughs> now say something nice about me. <laughs> oh, um, you have great knockers. <laughs> Fan favorite Chip, Kelvin, and Victor. <laughs> Oh! I expect to see the fan art on Reddit <laughs> tomorrow. I see you winked at me. Huh? No, I, I was just blinking. I only wink if I say something cute. Okay. <laughs> this has been Playing With Myself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sam. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You might check us out on social media at D8NightPodcast. We're on Twitter and Facebook. And also, with your parents' permission, you can come to our website at www.d8nightpodcast.com.